0: I like the little twisty knobs.
1: Hello and welcome to episode number sixty-three of Unrelenting on Saint Patrick's Day, March seventeenth, twenty. Twenty-three. I am Taryn O'Neill. I'm coming to you live from a bunker deep in the heart of middle America, just outside of Chirac where the rivers are running green, Gene. It's green. As it should be. As it always is. It's always a little green. Yeah, I'm glad to see that Chicago still has money for the green. They have no money whatsoever. Breaking news this past week. And I believe this was something that was mentioned on this show. Weeks ago, the city of Chicago realized it was probably a really, really, really bad idea to have the Taste of Chicago the same week of the NASCAR race. (laughs) Oh, really? They moved one. Yes, they moved. Well, you can't move the race, I guess. So, you they moved Mm -hmm. the Taste of Chicago from July to September. Oh, wow! I was wondering how that was going to be because it always sucks traffic-wise. So, if you live downtown, fuck you. But. It's always bad during the Taste of Chicago on any of those big events. But then taking that, which is always bad, and then adding a NASCAR race, which is going to close down like three miles of roads. Right. Well, it's a lot more than that because you got roads you can't cross over. Right. Well, that's it. And part of it, I think, was Lakeshore Drive, which is going to just be hilarious. Yeah. It's not going to be fun for the people that live down there. It's like, I'm not going anywhere
0: near it. I am looking forward to the uh, whatever game comes out with the uh, NASCAR 2023 schedule
1: to drive around Chicago. You want the possible carjacking feature to be engaged? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Grand Theft Auto. You know, what's always bad when uh, in the video games, you know, if you just get wrecked, you you mm-hmm. know, your day's done. But This is a whole new way. This is a whole new way of getting wrecked. Is that your wheels
0: disappear? Yeah.
1: A few, (laughs) a few young children jump onto the track and uh, force you out of the car at gunpoint. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Like, oh, bummer. But NASCAR, they've got their own controversy this week. And I thought this was interesting because it's all due to podcasting and it's due to social media. Yeah. And everything we have because Denny Hamlin And Ross Mm -hmm. Chastain, two drivers in the NASCAR premier series, have been having their issues over the last year or two where they wreck each other a lot. Mm -hmm. And Denny Hamlin, at the end of this most recent race last weekend, right at the end, ended up taking Ross Chastain out. Mm. And NASCAR didn't think anything of it until Denny went on his podcast Tuesday or Wednesday and explained, yeah, I mean, I knew I drove in way too hard into the corner. I knew Mm -hmm. my day was done. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm taking him with me. Oh, my God. That's Mm -hmm. illegal. Well, this is, and this has been interesting to watch because contrary to the spirit of the sport, you can't do shit like that. Well, this is it. And a lot of the drivers, including Dale Earnhardt Jr., who's one of the biggest voices in NASCAR, and he's also the guy that runs the media company that Denny Hamlin's podcast is released under. Oh, really? Yes. Which, but he was like, they went too far. Drivers have to be able to down to doing podcasting. Uh huh. It's all down to being podcasting. Dale Earnhardt Jr., (laughs) now a podcaster, and probably will make more money podcasting than uh, probably, probably that he did driving. And Mm. uh, the drivers seem to be like, well, no, the drivers have to be able to be honest. And they, you know, if the NASCAR didn't see a problem with it when it happened, they shouldn't do anything. But I'm, going in the other yeah, direction.
0: I'm totally going in the other direction. No, you can't be doing. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, the the uh, audience loves that kind of shit. That's yes. like Death Race
1: 2000 kind of stuff, right? Yes, and you know it happens, but you can't admit it. No, you can never admit it. No. And the reason for that is totally something that NASCAR and every other sport lately has embraced, and this has nothing to do even with the integrity of the sport, although that comes into it mm-hmm it's the it's the opposite of the integrity of the sport because i'm looking at the gambling market oh yeah yeah because this is where you're going to have then fans suing you because hey i bet on ross chastain to have a top 10 finish and if he got a top 10 finish i was going to make a thousand dollars but you took him out on the last yeah. lap asshole exactly It's like, you can't admit that you
0: broke the rule. You can't. And as soon as you admit that, I think there needs to be an investigation to see who paid you to do it.
1: Kind of. It's like, this is because there's a lot of money, not just your money anymore, not just the other Mm -hmm. team's money, but a lot of fans money when it comes to. Yeah. No, that's like a boxer admitting they threw a game. Yeah. You know, you did. Yeah. I just, I wasn't feeling it. And, uh, you know, I, I figured, fuck it. I'm just going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. And the gambling market has changed everything in sports, and you can't ignore that you mean in the nineteen fifties well, that too but now <laughs> but now that I mean you can bet on almost anything. it's not like a NASCAR races, you're only betting on the winner. it's like you're betting on mm-hmm. every damn thing you i mean it's like oh is the you know is the guy gonna any come up with any weird stat you can probably bet on it, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just very ingrained now into all of the sports, which I think just ruins everything. Well, you'll have to keep us posted on what NASCAR ends up doing. Yeah. I mean, I said there's an easy way to get around this because Mm -hmm. almost on all these podcasts, including on Denny Hamlin's, like we do a show. There's Mm -hmm. two of us. He's not doing a solo podcast. So you could tell the story and you can have your sidekick say, well, did you take him out intentionally? And you could go, (laughs) right. You could just say, I can't really speak to that. I mean, you can answer the question where everybody listening knows what the answer is. But NASCAR can still go, no, no, he didn't say you did that. Right. You have to have the loophole because I'm with you. you The minute minute you admit that you intentionally took somebody out, you have to Mm -hmm. be penalized. So just don't admit it. And it's, this isn't like, Oh no, the drivers can't be honest with the fans. It's like, no, no, the fans are in on this. It's like, we can't tell the boss that we did this. It's got to be kept on the down low. So you can't go out and go, Oh yeah, I wrecked that dude. Yeah. But you're also painting a target on your own back. Well, this is true. And that was the funniest part of other drivers for (laughs) whom that's now going to be legit. Yeah. This was the funniest part of this because they've been Mm -hmm. going back and forth. And to be honest, when you look at what had happened up until that point, Denny Hamlin had gotten the worst of it because Mm -hmm. Ross Chastain is a little bit more of a uh, aggressive driver, shall we say? Mm -hmm. And I thought the greatest thing was Denny Hamlin's like, you know, I've tried. He's like, he knows it's coming. And he is, I think Denny Hamlin's exact quote was he is one tough motherfucker to spin out. Jesus. So it's like, you know, it's coming. That's how good some of these guys are. It's like, you have another professional driver trying to take you out. And you're so mm-hmm. good, you can prevent that. But the greatest thing was after the race was over, Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain came into each other's company, and Ross Chastain said, "I guess I deserve that, huh?" <laughs> and Denny <laughs> Hamlin said, "Yes." And it's like, well, now it's over. And that's the that's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about the sport policing itself. No, it ain't over. It's probably not over, but we'll see. No. moving forward, and it, I think this all just made it worse because of the spotlight now on it. Yeah. I mean, he could lose sponsors over this. This is like, a yeah, guy's an idiot. You don't want to admit. Well, it is in in today's world. You know, 20 years ago when Dale Earnhardt uh, Sr. I mean, he was a very rough driver. He yeah, put it was the a bumper. little more than 20 years ago. Yes, yeah, I know. It's sad. But in <laughs> that in that time, that was applauded. This yeah. is a whole new world we're living in now. Oh, yeah. Corporate sponsors are like, oh wait. Did
0: I did I see right that uh Vegas is also gonna have Formula One? I know there's been talk of these is things. There, I saw an ad where they shut down uh Flamingo
1: Boulevard. Well, I could see that. Doing a doing a road course race I, uh-huh. yeah, right. You know what you're right. Uh-huh. Was it Formula One, the, whatever it was, I did see that it was actually gonna go down part of the strip, which is like yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Somebody's gonna die. You're going to have a drunk stumble out into the street. You think it's bad when there's just taxi cabs?
0: They do have quite a few overpasses for crossing streets. Yeah, So
1: that's actually not a bad street to have it Then It'd be a great place to watch too, as the cars are coming in at a hundred and whatever miles an hour. Yeah. There's a lot of weird racing. They'll probably closed overpasses and sell the seats. Right. Well, of course the other day I was just flipping through the channels and, uh, now that I have mm-hmm. the, since my parents have direct TV and now I have the direct TV app, I can watch any live oh, yeah. channel I want. Mm-hmm. And there was an electric, so it was like F1 open wheel style car, but it was all electric. And it was just very weird. One, the sounds mm-hmm. are like totally bizarre where it's just like, you know, it's like a it's weed a power whacker. Tool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's a weed whacker going. Yep. Yep. And they were monitoring like how many boost cycles like each driver gets three boost cycles during the race where their car's in attack Mm. mode and it's like what
0: (laughs) like you got machine guns
1: yeah i know i'm like but aren't all shouldn't all race cars always be in attack mode it's like no i guess not you have you have a certain amount because i guess you only got so much power in those batteries that Mm. Mm -hmm. they're able to go okay well here's how we're going to make this interesting we'll give them (laughs) can you imagine a car pulling in to charge i know well it'll the, the race will continue in 24 hours everybody
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah right well no i mean they're faster now but i think that would actually be hilarious to where the race cannot be done on a single battery run. like it's kind of like the the indianapolis 500 right
1: you gotta you charge. To pit.
0: you gotta pit and <laughs> so the uh the charging strategy is you know Charging from 80% to 100 takes way longer than charging 20 to 80, but going from zero to 20 also takes quite a while. So it's like, you got to be strategic when you pit for a charge. That would make sense. I, I'd watch it. It'd be funny.
1: They, well, again, everybody'd be like, well, can't we just change the battery, drop a new power cell in? Nope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it, Tesla demonstrated that like seven years ago and then never actually did it.
1: The concept but, that instead of driving in yeah, know, even for just, the resident, you know, for the cars you could buy that you could just go in and swap a, a plug in battery. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you leave your battery with them and they mm-hmm. give you a new battery. Yeah. Kind of like your, uh, but, you go fill up for your grill with your uh, propane. Yeah. And then imagine the lithium explosions on the racetrack. Holy cow. Well, that's the halfway. That's the fun part right
0: there. Yeah, exactly. Watch your favorite driver melt. That shit burns really hot. Uh-huh. Uh, that is literally metal melting it's an
1: interesting sport
0: i'll give yeah. you that or they could do like um hydrogen
1: powered race cars what do what you want it's, it's the uh, humanity i'm all about of, the explosion of the hindenburg it's a whole new bring this to auto racing uh-huh. yeah uh, now that might make it worth watching bring that down to Coda. you could see the explosions from your house mhm hey look at that mushroom cloud must be a race today that would be uh that would be very interesting. So what's going on down in Austin, Tejas? What's going on in Austin?
0: Uh, oh, let me think. Well, we, I, I found out we had, uh, uh, we're uh, one of the places that they're, they're printing
1: houses. Do you know that? So they're using like big ass 3d printers, 3d printers in mm-hmm. there, which I guess you're Climate maybe would allow for that. Why totally does.
0: But there's a uh like a hundred and some house uh neighborhood that just got printed. It just sounds weird, doesn't it? We it printed the neighborhood. It, it's, I mean I've seen the technology used on Mars, so it makes total sense. Well, but uh, the, mars Austin. There that's a very weird yeah, neighborhood either way. Not, not very far apart. But uh the houses actually look kind of neat. Uh, but the, here's the part that I like. They're uh, 300% more rigid, more sturdy. Uh, they they are hurricane weather survivable. And they are twice as insulating. Well,
1: that's interesting
0: because, you know, so you all do those temperature are good swings.
1: Yeah. Mm,
0: yeah. Yeah. And that's an area where almost all the house builders just go super cheap as they do not sufficiently insulate houses. So this is actually kind of neat. And they're, they're, the walls are, are triple glazed. So you have an outside wall and then you have the inside wall. And then between those two, you have, uh, like an insulation
1: partition. Which is all just built in when the house is printed.
0: Yeah. It's literally,
1: it prints three layers, basically outside, inside of the middle. Which, unlike here in Chirac, where you go out and you buy insulation and you put it in between the drywall and the wall, mm-hmm. and it seems a little easier.
0: Yeah. And uh, it takes, right now, they're they're going just over two weeks to
1: print a house. And now, how many square foot? What are we talking here? Is this a normal? Two, fa- 2,000. That's not bad. Yeah. that's no, a two-car garage. Normal house.
0: High-speed Wi-Fi and internet. Well, I mean that's not printed. That's if whatever you fill it up with. the The roof is still traditional, um, so it's not printing the roof. Uh, but all these houses in the neighborhood all have solar panels on the roof. So that oh, of course. Know. And then here's the best part: cost uh, about five percent cheaper than a comparably
1: constructed wood frame house, and it's probably stronger when it comes down to it than a wood frame house. Yeah, three hundred percent. I said that right. Wow, that's amazing. Three hundred percent. Yeah, it's they're like you get a house that survives hurricanes. By which default. is which is why you know they went from wood to the metal studs and a lot of the things. So this is just a, yep. a step in the in that direction. Oh well,
0: America is the only country that builds houses by putting frames up. Literally, everybody else uses concrete. It's it's crazy.
1: Well, nobody says we're
0: smart here, Gene. Well, it's. I don't think it's a smart thing. It's just everywhere else, wood is so much more expensive.
1: We got it, plenty other
0: crazy to build a house out of wood, um, except for Russia, where like log cabins are very popular right now. How
1: are things going in the motherland?
0: Well, it's interesting you ask. I actually just interviewed another Danny boy. Uh, oh, Danny uh, boy, Danny, Danny Armstrong, uh, an ex BT reporter. What is XBT? Or oh, sorry. Uh, X, uh, RT.
1: Oh, Russia okay. Today. So Russia today.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a, uh, a Brit that lived in Moscow for about a decade. And the takeaway so it, was, it, well, it was interesting. I guess you'll have to listen to the podcast to get
1: the takeaway. No, that's on Sergene Speaks. I want the <laughs> cliff notes version. Uh-huh. How many Uh kids know what Cliff Notes are? Anybody. Yeah, exactly. Is that
0: that available digitally? Is that a thing? Maybe. It should be. Is it written by AI?
1: It uh, will be soon. It will be soon. I was just
0: watching a video. I I think I'm going to need to do an episode of Sergene Speaks on AI. There's just so much stuff around AI right now. Well, rightfully
1: so, because it's in literally, it seems, every little aspect of the digital world and that's what most people live in at this point yeah i mean it's it's been you know around like, in one way shape or form for a while but it's getting weirder it's definitely it's getting getting weirder. pervasive yes that's yes. a better word mm-hmm. because it is everywhere it, they want it to do everything and you realize right. this is going to be taking mean, i get it it's going to be taking away jobs rightfully so i mean you can't keep going right. down whatever it doesn't matter it's creating
0: just so many development jobs as it takes away so i don't think it's really an issue there but i think that it's going to get hard to not have a product that uses
1: ai because for what it can do it is beneficial i mean i can't deny that you know if you have uh you know something that you're looking you know even the simple app to just search for a file on yeah. your machine Mm-hmm if you don't have to be super specific, this is always was the most annoying thing to me, which is, you know, you're using a regular expression or maybe you can get away using just no, a wild card, you know, mm-hmm. when you're searching for something, well, regular expressions for people that don't do them daily can be a real pain in the ass Yeah, to try to figure out. And you're like, okay, well, what, what's the best way for me to tell this machine what I'm looking for? If you could make right. this just by typing in a description of what you want. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is amazing. I just
0: did a test. Uh, well, it wasn't a, a test. I was actually looking up information, but I was talking on the phone, I believe. Uh, and the question came up was, had there ever been a U.S. president who was elected, then not elected, and then elected again that had two terms with a gap in the middle? There has been a few. Well, and that's what I thought. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt go through that? So I literally just typed out what I said. Has there ever been a president that has two terms that are with a gap? And the, uh, the Neva search engine, uh, which is currently the best one as far as I'm concerned right now out there. And which one is
1: it? Neva. Oh, and the N-E-E-V-A. Is it?
0: Or? Yeah. Yeah. It's pronounced Neva. The a Russian search engine. Ah, da. Nah mm-hmm so that provides the most accurate results um like if you type in ukraine talked about the cia war of aggression it'll
1: just keep going on and yeah. On yeah. and on on. yeah
0: but anyway so that search engine it it came up it said yes there was only one president that uh uh filled that role and it was uh, mckinley and i thought well that's fascinating because i i mean it's you could figure that out manually by looking at all the presidents on wikipedia and dates they were in office but why do it manually we can just ask a
1: question exactly and it's going to be quicker more accurate yeah yeah the the neva they've got tuned
0: for accuracy not for smart ass results so it's, um, that's good that's what you want
1: is accuracy yeah. not just yeah. fun
0: bing i have selected to fun ass results. Because it has three settings. You can set it on strict, on moderate, and on... Yeah, you you really asked for it. Right, like, do that's, you really want these answers? That's the setting I put it on. Because it's, yeah, it's more fun to get a search engine that, that gives you interesting results.
1: You're turning um, your search engine into an AI and, that doesn't like you. And boy, does
0: Adam not like AI. I don't know if you've noticed that. Well, based on those
1: comments. When you're coming from the side of being a Mm -hmm. content creator, which Mm. Adam is, even though I think he hates that term as well.
0: Well, and you have more hours per week. And actually if I add video, so do I,
1: you know, the reality is that this is going to be very invasive Mm. in that area. What's more simple than that. What's more simple. I used, I used GPT four
0: that I have access to, to, pull up a who's Adam Curry and then sent Adam a copy of that result. What was the result? And then we had a a, a text message <laughs> conversation for about eight hours.
1: <laughs> Nonstop. Yeah, and then pretty much. <laughs> was it all, was it all you sending something and getting fuck you, Gene, back yeah, and then you much. sending yeah. something yeah. else? And getting,
0: essentially, essentially.
1: <laughs> and it but, See, he could have used an AI for
0: that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, look, you're not going to get a, a better result of who's Adam. If you're introduced at some event, you go to speak at some theoretical event, because that's basically the level of response that you're getting from the search engine is what somebody who paid an intern to look up some factoids would give. And, uh, you know, I remember one thing that Adam uh, uh, and I, I know I'm, I'm referencing private text messages. So hopefully Uh-oh. he doesn't care. This could be. Legal. Uh, I don't think they'll care.
1: You know, but, I would I would normally say that there was no way he would listen to this show to find uh, out. He does not listen to this show. I guarantee that. Well, I already just as a uh, possible no. show title, uh-huh. I already have typed in who is Adam Curry. So that might <laughs> that's, just that's, that's good. That might that's just pique his
0: interest he a little might, bit. Might. Exactly. But. Uh, but uh, so you revises back to me. and this. This thing. This thing says I was. Uh, connected to podcasting. I invented goddamn podcasting.
1: But see, like, you're well, still technically okay, I can't, I can't argue it.
0: that. Right. I can't argue that. I mean, it's, you're both right, uh, yes. but it, it would be better if the AI gave you additional credit, which I always do. I always introduce Adam when I'm talking about him as the man who invented podcasting. Um, And uh, he's generally a lot more modest with like, I was a co-creator, you know, it was like, yeah, whatever. The other guy's a Democrat. I don't give a shit about him.
1: Well, he had the idea. Other uh, people helped implement, but he had the idea. Yeah. And the idea is a very important and part of anything.
0: He did a way more implementing than he takes credit for. Yes. No, I I mean he really like he was programming on a daily basis back then. So it, it I mean, he'll call it a kludge if you ask him, but it doesn't matter. Cuz if you're using Apple script, you're still programming.
1: If you're using anything, yes. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, I started automation. with BASIC. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, we all started with BASIC, I think. Uh-huh. Well, if you're old enough. I don't think the kids today even know what
0: BASIC is. You know, I just saw BASIC on um, Google's free programming platform. Really? BASIC, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So they, you, you get to learn BASIC. It, it, shockingly, that shit survived where Pascal, which is a much better language, I think, is gone by the wayside.
1: There are, there have been a few, there have been a few, but you could write I mean, Zork in basic. I mean, come on. Uh, I don't know about that. That'd be a hell of a long program. Of course it would be. Yeah. Come on. We come from a time we're old well, enough. Yeah. That yeah. we had computers back in the day. I mean, they're not what people think of today. We had some very mm. simplistic computers back. I mean, the Commodore 64, the. mm mm-hmm. Trash eighty color computer, which I had, and mm-hmm. there were magazines that came out with oh yeah the text yeah, yeah. of programs that you had to type in, however many thousands yes. of lines.
0: I and I remember they the the new cool thing that was like crazy was they started introducing barcodes that you could scan in, and then you'd get programs like it. The source code was on barcodes.
1: Interesting, that I didn't know.
0: Yeah, um, this I'm. I want to say like eighty four,
1: eighty five. Now, if we only frame, had AI, then
0: yeah, right. Well, we we saw a precursor of what it's going to be like back in about fifteen years later by watching a movie called Two Thousand One: Space Odyssey.
1: Yes, Hal, open the pod bay doors, Hal. And I remember having Hal's voice on my computer. That, is, that was cool now the first ai which wasn't an ai at all but a lot of people will remember eliza which was yeah oh, yeah you can you can have a conversation with your machine it's like no you couldn't
0: it's it is very similar to what we have as ai right now it, it was is just sad more right? rudimentary yes. but in in a lot of ways uh it was an expert system that was what eliza was it was uh and that was one of the Products, a product. One of the projects that you would have in computer science classes back in the 90s was to write that. Why do you think that is? Back when they had an expectation that students would actually know how to write an entire program, not just a object for somebody else's program. Uh
1: huh. It was a different world. Mm hmm. But getting back to AI, yeah. It's going to be pervasive because when it comes to podcasting, When it comes to Mm -hmm. whether you call it podcasting the audio only or you cross over into the YouTube video realm, Rumble, the ability to produce the content that people are producing now organically. You and I are actually two meatbags that are sitting around talking to each other. Sooner or later, we're not going to
0: be talking to you, but
1: I don't know. I don't think you are quite that involved yet but you're getting there. How do you know? You can't tell the difference. The video, same thing. You don't even, this is where I can understand why anybody that is making content, the only thing you have to hope because the systems are going to be able to create excellent audio, excellent video where Mm -hmm. people won't be able to tell whether it's an actual human life form or a computer generated one. Nor care. This is true. But the only thing that's going to separate then will be the content, the creativity, the entertainment value of what's coming mm-hmm. out. And the question will be, will the AI be able to match what people can do? Because if they can't, if the AI it doesn't can't,
0: even matter, because the AI will match what people want much better than humans.
1: Which means humans, as far as being content creators, we are it's at the a, end of our careers. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much.
0: Really? I totally agree with that. So a couple more points about AI. One is uh plug for a CSB show. Um, AI.cooking. I thought it was cooking.ai. No, it's AI.cooking, which makes it even funnier because it's a
1: cooking domain.
0: No, no, that's funny. I thought it was the AI domain. I guess that one costs more, but probably for the AI, domain. probably because
1: they're like, ah, screw I think it's the 79 bucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a yearly fee is 79 bucks for the AI domain, which is like, whoa,
1: I'm not paying that just for fun. Right. Just to have that extension. Yeah. Hey, I got my Libya domain back. That's all I care about. Nice. The most expensive domain. I think I keep renewing is for a friend that has a restaurant in the Chicago mm. area called Katie's kitchen. Mm -hmm. and there is a dot kitchen domain so oh like that's a hell of a domain most people still have no idea you can't put it in your ads because people are like i don't understand what katie's dot kitchen means yeah do do you mean like dot aol right there people are confused they don't realize yet yeah i think maybe if you put http in front of it and then you may as well just put the old-fashioned dot-com domain in there
0: you really dot-com is still the best domain yeah people still just
1: get that without like oh okay that's that's it's an internet thingy
0: yeah well i've been feeding him stories uh from that i've run across
1: well it's it's nice that you and csb have made up that warms my heart made up you guys are friends now we've always been friends you're going to the uh, anti Russia protest. We together. did a
0: bit for like a year and I can't believe you <laughs> fell for it.
1: Well, the Russian apologist gene.
0: Yeah. Talent, exactly. do not
1: listen to him. Well, I was writing half that content. Come on, man. <laughs> see, I see, I wouldn't be surprised if CSB was a highly tuned AI. Uh-huh.
0: If it was highly tuned, it would speak better.
1: No, that would be exactly why. <laughs> you don't want that because otherwise it you You have to add in, this is going to be, I think, one of the challenges Mm -hmm. of the AI is that in order to make it sound organic and for humans to be completely comfortable with it, I think the AIs are going to have to, when it comes to audio content, have to put in the ums every now and then. It's going to have to put Mm -hmm. synthetic breaths in. There's a lot of things that will be added just to make it seem more human. So you need Mm -hmm. those little, it needs to stumble over a word now and then. It's going to be interesting to
0: seem a little human. Yeah.
1: Right. Because humans are not 100% I accurate. I kind of
0: like the voice of Dave in 2001. I That's a good AI voice. It's very calming. Yeah. that's. I think that's a good strategy for the AI on a ship that's supposed to be on a mission for nine months uh, or what, whatever.
1: I would prefer, what? what's her name from a Star Trek, uh, Barrett? Uh, uh, Magil Barrett? Yeah, it's Magil Barrett. Thank you. That, I think, is Mm -hmm. the ultimate in all computerized voices for obvious reasons. Roddenberry's Roddenberry's wife. See, right there, you showed how good your AI is. It stumbled over the word right after we talked about it. Rottenberry. Rottenberry. But yeah, Uh, they started that whole whole thing with, oh, a computer can talk. uh, And I thought that that was
0: fairly well done, uh, but even better than that in the original star trek
1: with yes, galaxy and, quest and pfeiffer's mentioning it's hal 9000 dave was the other guy
0: oh yeah yeah uh very good see i'm i'm like running on low fumes here so he's absolutely correct
1: somebody get um, gene some caffeine stat
0: yeah you know i forgot to grab my tea i usually well, see have that okay right
1: about there's your problem did, should we just put the show on pause for like five minutes for me to go get some tea? except you probably want to go right back to sleep after the show. So that I might, I <laughs> might, that's true. You might mess with that. But, uh,
0: in, um, galaxy quest, the character, uh, that, um, uh, Oh God, what's her name? The, the chick that was in aliens, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. The Sigourney Weaver's character uh her her job quote unquote on that show was to just repeat whatever the computer says to the rest of the crew It was hilarious have you not seen that i don't believe so yeah. oh dude put that on your list cuz that's that's one of those called classic movies uh the i i'm pretty sure everybody in chat has seen it except for you but uh, the basic plot is uh it's, it starts off with this very Star Trek-like TV show, and there's a convention. And you're seeing kind of like, what happens to the movie stars, or the, they're not even movie stars, but the actors from a sci-fi TV show after it's off the air? And it's basically, you know, dressing up in your crappy old costumes to show up to a convention to sign pictures of your face. Sounds about right, and it's you know it sounds fairly depressing, which it seems to be. And and uh, uh, Tim Allen plays the main character, which is a great parody of uh, William Shatner. He does a very good job about it. But Gordon Weaver is like the counselor Troy character, right, in that show, um, or that type. And so, essentially, what her scripts are when they when they, when the in-the-movie show was being shot was to just repeat whatever the computer says. <laughs> uh, like a computer say, uh, caution, we are approaching the bloody de blah nebula. And her line immediately after the computer says that was like, we're approaching the nebula. We should probably take caution. <laughs> nice. It was, it was ridiculous. And she actually makes a point of Saying how ridiculous it is at one point in the movie. But that that's a boy, I bet you that's a over 20 year old movie at this point. I believe it.
1: It sounds Maybe like a 30. good spoof.
0: Shit, might be, yeah, it might be in a like 30 years old movie. I mean, but is it as good as Spaceballs? It's, I think it's better. Um, really? Oh, yeah. 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 Spaceballs is, if you like Three Stooges, you'd like Spaceballs. It's a little too like, You got to be puffing on a little weed to laugh at. That's all. You know, most
1: entertainment today is like
0: that, it seems. Yes. Yes. Today, that is the case. I think the the more intellectual entertainment, uh, more intellectual comedy specifically, is absolutely gone. Everything is being remade. There are zero brand new ideas in Hollywood. Right. And the remakes are typically way less funny and way lower IQ targeting and yes it's, it's very much the way that was predicted in uh that the documentary movie um uh that I'm blanking out on uh it was um that good old documentary yeah movie. no what was it called it was it was like
1: stupid accuracy or whatever uh what no, idiocracy idiocracy that's the one yeah, yeah. but you're right yeah. you're right because I've been trying to watch and I have watched I mean okay so I made it through but mm-hmm. How I Met Your Father, which is the spinoff of How I Met Your Mother, oh, which God. was a good show. How I Met Your Mother was good.
0: Yeah, it was good for the most part. They'd got a little long in the tooth.
1: It did. But it was a, otherwise it was a quirky show. The highlight the was
0: definitely Britney Spears.
1: Britney. Was she was on uh, How I Met yeah. Your Mother. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. And she was insane. Which She was great. Which she was, was awesome. She was
0: accurate. A total
1: girl next door looking. Yeah. The How I Met Your Father, horrible, mm. horrible, and the reason being, How I Met Your Mother, I can only imagine the Hollywood meetings when they're like, "We want to reboot this. Let's go the other direction. Let's go yeah. How I Met Your Father." Yeah, and they looked at the They'll original. Love that you know the original cast, and even though they had uh, the Barney Stinson character played yeah. by uh, Neil Patrick Harris, who was a gay yeah. guy, he played a very very straight guy. It. Awesome straight guy. He was hilarious. Best part of that show, I think, Good. as far as the overall the characters yes. that were with it from beginning to end. He stole that show. No question he, about
0: it. He did a great job. And I I've always been a big big Allison Hannigan fan. So well
1: yeah, she's fun too. That's one of the best reasons just to watch. Is she still it doing was, the uh, Penn and Teller show? Yeah,
0: she still is. Um gaining a little weight. Oh but boy. She uh uh like I love the character on that show they made for her. She is completely like naughty or dirty or whatever you want to call it. Like
1: but she's the totally one always trying to get her way.
0: Yeah. But she's like always the one trying to go for the double entendre or yes. to, you know, get her husband into bed or something.
1: It's uh that was a great character for her. You have nothing like that at all in the, how I met your father remake. Yeah. And the, here's the thing. I'm like, when they went in, it said, OK, how are we going to reboot this? I know there was a meeting where they looked at the characters from that first and went straight white guy, straight white guy, straight white guy, straight mm-hmm. white girl, straight mm-hmm. white girl. We can't have that. No. So now there's like a Asian girl that's gay. Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. black girl that's promiscuous there. You know, it's, yeah. and there's a British guy. And for no apparent reason, then there's an Indian guy. Mm -hmm. This is literally like a bunch of people that would never fucking talk to each other in real life. Exactly.
0: And you can't make fun of any of them. Right. Because you're not allowed. Because it's hateful, then. It's so hateful. So you got a comedy made up of characters that you can't laugh about. Uh huh.
1: Well, and it's like, this is not how people overall, I mean, you could probably find some examples, but the reality is most straight folk probably hang out with straight folk.
0: Yeah, the only people that use the term. Folk referring to straight people are gay people.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. We're in the mm. Midwest here. We say folks a lot. Bill O'Reilly always says looking out uh-huh. for the folks. Well, there's a difference in folks and folk. But this concept that totally diverse people when it comes to ethnicities uh, and retarded. lifestyles it's all just retarded. interact on a daily basis. That's not the way the world works. No. So trying no. to force this into a comedy like, oh, oh we have everybody it's- represented. It's going to,
0: well, it already is, but it's going to even more uh, end up being problematic. But The one uh, in this same topic, the thing that I ran into that I, I couldn't believe they're remaking at this point is I started seeing a movie that has that fat chick from Australia. That,
1: that fat chick yeah, from Australia.
0: She was in like Rebel uh, Wilson. Rebel, that's the one. Yes. Woohoo. Yeah, I well, how many fat w- chicks from Australia are there?
1: There's probably a lot. I don't know. Mm, I think they, most of them look like Xena. This one doesn't. You're like, wait, this yeah. one of these is not like the other. She was no. a genetic abnormality. Yeah.
0: So, and again, like, she's probably good at her style of humor, which is that sort of she's playing, you know, Larry or, or no, she's playing Mo. Or Curly. Wait, of they're remaking
1: heads. the Three Stooges as
0: chicks? No, 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 What okay, are you talking don't, don't about? Don't get excited. Don't get excited. My point is, most <laughs> of the movies she's in is very physical comedy. She's like, don't get but, excited. Is this something you've been hoping for, a female Three no, Stooges clearly reboot? you have, because you're getting excited about yeah, it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but the movie they're remaking that she's in is Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which was an absolute masterpiece that cannot be remade. Steve they're They Martin. flip. Yeah, Steve Martin and, um, that British guy. Uh, that British guy. Michael Caine. A wonderful, wonderful actor. They're remaking it with two women instead oh, of two men. men. And are bad. so Rebel Wilson plays the Steve uh, the uh, uh, what's his face character? Michael Caine? No. Steve Martin? Yeah, Martin. Uh, she So she plays the sort of bumbling idiot Brooke. And um uh the uh, I'm I'm horrible with names when I haven't slept a whole lot. Uh the Catwoman chick is playing Haley Berry? Michael, nope, more newer. Catwoman. Newer. Yeah, the the she was also in um I mean she was in a bunch of movies. I mean I only when one. I
1: hear Catwoman I still I cannot I, see anybody yeah.
0: but Julie Newmar. That is Really? Yeah. You don't. You don't see Kim Basinger? No, I don't even
1: remember Kim really? Basinger as Catwoman, the the original nineteen eighties Catwoman. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't. Mm. Okay. I mean, I can see where she could pull that off. Kim Basinger then, in the eighties was yeah pretty okay. She had a hard bod. I mean, I wouldn't have been That's like. That's a phrase oh, you don't no, hear a whole lot anymore. Hard hard bod. Well, see, because now it's now it's hateful, Jean. How dare you talk about somebody's mm-hmm. look? Mm-hmm. How dare you comment upon their physique? Yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer. Is that who we're thinking of? Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, of course, Pfeiffer <laughs> knows Michelle Pfeiffer. Thanks, Pfeiffer. Nice,
0: nice. Yeah, her. That's yes. right. But they, you know, they were both pretty good looking back in the day. Uh, what was I? Oh, I was trying to remember the other chick's, the other actress's name. The so she's Catwoman. she's the one with the big eyes. She was in the most recent Catwoman. She's the. Uh, she was in. I mean, she was in Girl Boss or whatever. She was in a bunch of movies. Big Eye uh, Girl. Yeah, Big Eye Girl. She was an disney chick, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. What is her name? Um, Welcome to Help Gene Remember. Uh, yeah, I'm picturing her face, and she's very attractive. Um, but she's... But I cannot freaking remember her name. Yeah, I saw the uh, other
1: day. There was another like big spread that just popped up on uh, the girl you sat next to on the plane. And I'm like, oh, Gene no. could have had this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. No, oh, she was very nice. I, I enjoyed that flight. Uh, I can't remember her name either, though. Was she on the
1: hills or something? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Kristen Cavallari, yeah. Jay Cutler's wife, ex wife.
0: hmm. Mm
1: hmm. Once she's had a bear, she could have gone for another bear with you, Gene. Yeah, well. Different kinds. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. There's Chicago Bears and there are Austin Bears. <laughs> little different. Little different. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, Just saying. There's there's a bunch of names being thrown out in the troll room. I have no idea if these are anywhere near well, accurate. read some. Sophia Marlowe, Britt Robertson, no. Ellie Reed. Nope. I don't know. No, she's, she's a, a film actress,
0: is. dark hair, big eyes. She's probably started playing women instead of girls about 10 years ago. Uh, what else was she in? Oh, she was in um, that movie about the French revolution
1: and Hathaway. Uh, yes.
0: Hathaway. Yes.
1: Thank you. I have no name. Big guys. <laughs> Am I right about big guys? Yeah, I guess. She is yeah. Big guy
0: girl. She's that's her thing. Her trademark thing. Anyway, so she's playing the other character. She's playing the, uh, Oh my God. I can't, I just literally, Forgot <laughs> the name I just said five minutes ago. Michael Cain. She's playing the Michael Caines
1: character. I think we might just have to call this show sleep deprivation, although I still like who is Correct. Adam
0: Curry better. Who is Adam Curry? Ker- well, if you'd like him to listen in a little bit, I'm sure somebody will tell him to. They'll they'll send him a time code because that's, you know, much easier for him to.
1: Or right Jump now he's getting it. ready for his podcasting 2.0 show, which will be on. And he's got you uh, on in the background. And he's like, this he, asshole should just show well, up he already.
0: Texted me. So I know he's getting ready for some stuff. See,
1: but this it's is not where about the AI the talk was. We got a <laughs> little off the AI. Uh, oh yeah.
0: AI. So we're talking about AI and um, yeah. So I've been testing a bunch of different AI products for a variety of reasons. And I find that the price point for most of them is around between twenty and forty dollars a month. Yes, doesn't really matter what it does. No. It could do something very small, or it could like fully automate production of a whole movie. It's about the same price. Um, but there is one that I wanted to highlight because it's probably the most useful AI product out there right now, and I. Uh, this is something I was sort of blown away that somebody came up with a practical use for it. Um, and I, I should probably, while I'm talking also look up the name of the company
1: would, it would be helpful, but what does it do? What is the, product do? so
0: yeah, let me, let me start with the, what does it do, uh, bit. And okay. what it does is it does deep fake, right? I mean, video, uh, what kind of deep fakes video? Yeah. Yeah. Video, video deep fake. But here's a twist. It's actually useful rather than just kind of, oh, this is kind of neat. Um, it's what's cool about it is that it lets you do the equivalent of bulk email with video. What do you mean by that? So instead of doing a training video for your customers, or potential customers, even uh, doing a sales video, the videos include their names and relevant bits of unique information. That's what personalizes the video. It's a completely, yeah, it's a video that you record once uh, and then it uses deep fake like technology. I'm sure there's a more technical and better name for it, right? But whatever it is, um, it uses that same kind of tech to actually create thousands of versions of the video using both voice and video and the visual part of it to look like you just recorded a one-off individual video to send to your customer, prospect, support, whatever. So instead of getting like an email from tech support that's clearly a copy-paste of have you tried turning it on and off again, Instead, you'll see a video of a, a reasonably attractive person of whatever sex is appropriate that says, hey, John, um, I understand you're having some problems with that. I'm here to help you. And the first thing I'd like you to do is turn
1: it off and on. <laughs> you know what this and, does, though? And it looks totally real. What is intriguing about this is there's a whole large market. And I don't remember what these services are called, but there are a bunch of celebs and pseudo celebs that will send videos to people for money. Exactly. So this would be very easy. I know the guy that played Kevin on the office is making bank on these things. I saw him on an interview. Well, now if he could just do one video, set this up once, it might take him a day to set this up but then anytime somebody comes in and it's like the message automatically says hi I'm from the office this is for mm-hmm. whoever and then it's like if it's your birthday it says well happy whatever birthday if this is your anniversary it's happy anniversary that's freaking genius mhm that is genius that that can it be is, done it
0: is and and at high quality i mean it's not just done but it looks very good now if you know exactly what to look for and when like, if you read the script, basically, and you know at which point it's going to insert things, yes, you can kind of see, okay, there it is. There's there's where the AI actually does something. But if you don't look for that, if you don't know that uh, it's, like, there's a little bits of video that are clearly AI-generated,
1: good luck. Well, is, this, gonna be able to find. is this the ability for you, Gene? Should take a video of yourself, or is this all a mm-hmm. created mm-hmm. person? So you could do this. No, no, no.
0: It's, it is literally meant for you to take a video of yourself for mass distribution purposes of one-on-one interactive content.
1: And, and then the parts that are going to be redone by AI, you probably just do a yep. filter, you know, filler word like name here, like you would in exactly. a, a text document. Just a
0: form letter. Yeah. So the company is called, you love the name, it's called behuman.ai.
1: That's Awesome.
0: And it's the letter B, the word human dot AI. Uh, it is, it is really cool, and not just because of the tech. We've seen tons of cool tech examples. This is one of the first practical money making AI products I've ever seen. This is
1: bizarre stuff. I pulled it up here. Can you imagine only fans with this technology? Well, that, this is like the and it's cameo. Thanks for the name, uh, Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. yeah the company that has all the the second and third tier actors on it yes but you're right for the only fans like you can make a video and you've got your list of everybody what do they want to be called every video now that shows up is personalized Dude, so
0: here like when somebody's watching a video like only fans they have no clue whether it's actually live or whether it's not live, unless they pay money to interact with you.
1: Yeah, or otherwise, it's well, even imagine if it's a real recording
0: person. something now. Yeah, that is pre-recorded, but
1: can still interact with you. Well, I want to know how many people are scamming people, even on sites like OnlyFans. I don't know if how much. Yeah. they go into
0: well, whether I'm, the person I'm pretty is sure you can. Well, call it scamming,
1: even if they're literally there. Probably, but I'm just wondering if. Somebody has already taken somebody else's image and using other deep fake technology is posting videos as somebody else who they're just taking sure. their, you know, face and popping it onto. Uh,
0: well, I've seen quite a few videos lately of uh, three people playing video games or playing board games. Uh, and that would be uh, Trump, Obama, and Biden. I'm playing sure a video those. game together or yeah, board yeah. together that's awesome yeah, board games video games and then they got elon musk as the dungeon master which is hilarious uh and one of them they had um so actually before they had elon musk as dungeon master they had um ben shapiro as the dungeon master
1: <laughs> yeah talk really really fast for that dungeon master
0: yeah people like to exaggerate how fast he talks he just talks the normal speed he's slightly 150%. faster than
1: normal 150% normal speed. Right. Normal speed for you in your world. For listening. But this is very interesting stuff. It is cool stuff. And it, like, if
0: you watch their example on Be Human of political ads, it's like, oh, this is exactly the shit we're going to see next election.
1: And wait, wait, wait. Noah Jenna Millennial says he's running a fake only OnlyFans account. Cleared 5G's last month. I need to get on OnlyFans.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> why, why would you want to compete with that? Clearly, he has the better product. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, if you're going to get on, you'll have to come under somebody else's name. Right. I'll go I'm um, but not as you. You already have yours. Well, no.
1: I would, I mean, I would think you I've would choose an forever. attractive female who's not on only fans i just know there are, are people these people pay me not to watch me uh-huh but there's so many people that just post you know normal stuff to whatever website oh God,
0: it's bright
1: i just opened my eyeballs holy cow it's bright yeah it's it's also morning it's daytime this is what's going thank you gene uh, for showing up to the show how you doing everybody sorry i i'm i just woke up sorry this is uh you know the, the interesting thing i could part... do half the show with my eyes closed because the legalities on this stuff are questionable, and I don't know how this is going to move forward. There was a story that I covered on Random Thoughts this week, which was some high schoolers made a deep fake video using the image of the middle school future? principal, right? Mm, mm-hmm, but it was, you know, mm-hmm. again, to say racist, horrible things. And the police were, of, of course, involved when this called in, and the police are like, there's no laws broken here. No.
0: No, you're, you're, there's nothing illegal about doing that. Absolutely. Which moving
1: forward, this is going to make for some non-commercially.
0: Very, now, commercially, there's some issues there, but if this you're is using where somebody's likeness without their permission commercially. That could be a lawsuit.
1: But here's the thing. What does that really mean? Their likeness? Because if you've played around with any of this deep fake stuff, mm-hmm. you'll know well, when, when somebody says. This is Joe Biden. Well, right. <laughs> right. But okay, so you're like, hey, I want to create a fake OnlyFans, yeah. and I'm going to create this female right. character, and I'm going to take the photo of somebody I find online who's not, you know, an influencer, not on OnlyFans, you know, not an yeah. actress. And I'm mm-hmm. going to take that and use her image. I mean, maybe you yeah, change you can't it do that. a little. But but what is that image? Because I saw a article on a female yeah. that is making money on OnlyFans now because she kind of looks like Megan Fox, and I looked at her, I'm like, uh, nobody would ever be. Con- this is not like, wow, you're like 99.999 percent there. I, you would fool me, no. Yeah, yeah. she looks very similar to Megan Fox, mm. and she's making a lot of money because people are like, oh, you know, they want to see Megan Fox do these dirty things, and she's not. Damn her, so. Mm. We find the next best thing. But here's my question then. So I can just take a really hot chick and just edit the way she looks enough. What is enough to make that different to where that's not that person's image anymore? What is, you know, how is this going to even come down? Because you're right. There is a thing with using somebody's likeness, but the, the,
0: the laws around that, by the way, we're not providing legal advice here, but the laws in that are around what would a reasonable person perceive? Would they perceive those to be the same person or not?
1: So if it's changed enough to where you're like, well, no, that maybe looks like her second cousin, then you're fine. You know, yeah, but all of it
0: is moot anyway because you don't need a real person's picture. Well, this you is just true now. get an
1: AI-generated,
0: non-existent if, person's image.
1: Okay, but here's the question for you. Because this has been around for a long time. It, what's the website? Is this person human or something like that? Or this person hot is not, not human. You're thinking of hot or not. No, no, that was going way back. There's a site where every <laughs> time you refresh uh-huh. it, it generates a AI. Totally. Now, the question is, are you telling me that AI creation has never looked exactly like a real person? Yeah, yeah. Generally, they're too perfect. They're too symmetric. Which is, yeah, that is one of the issues. But it's like, what if you come up with a doppelganger? And it's like, I go, so I go to some AI company and I'm like, hey, I want to create a hot chick to use as Mm -hmm. an OnlyFans model and fool all these mofos who want to pay money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I create this image. And I start using this and there's mm-hmm. some woman in Australia who's not the fat woman in Australia. She's an actual hot blonde in Australia, which there seems to be plenty of mm-hmm. that goes, wait, that's my face. Yeah. Then what? Well, then she she would have to sue you. And I'd be like, but the A.I. company came up with this image. It's yeah. Not me. Yeah. Then then, you then know, I think the A.I. company potentially and, potentially. But this is the intriguing part when it comes to this deep fake stuff, especially because. Yeah, most laws that were written have no clue that this technology was going to exist, and I think the people today they have no idea how to deal with this kind of technology. Which is like, if you are going to go, hey, it's illegal for you to take somebody else's face and put them onto another video. It's like, well, then one, you have to prove that it was done.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's certainly in the United States, and uh, I think it's safe to say in Europe that's the case that that if you use somebody's likeness for commercial purposes. What if it's not for a commercial a purpose?
1: Oh, then you're fine. You know, then there's absolutely nothing that can be done. Now, is it commercial no. to just start a Instagram account or whatever like that? And or YouTube account and post videos, is that a commercial purpose? Cause you can start making money on those things. Well, that, that would turn a commercial, wouldn't it? I guess. So you have to just make sure it's a demonetized video. If you're channel.
0: doing it for, for lols, then you're fine. It's completely legal. It is interesting. Um, though. Again, we don't provide legal advice, no. but yeah, it should be.
1: And it's, it's just, well, it's interesting because again, you cannot now believe anything you see online. I mean, you're showing us this be human site. There are other sites that are out there that I've played around with. Oh, that there's so many sites, dude. That I mean, I've probably cataloged about 160 so far. Really? And now the quality on some are better than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some have given results that I was surprised with, you know, even on the little free trial bits that they offer. Yeah. And the fact that there was one, um forget the name, where you could upload photos or you could upload video, like 15, 30 seconds worth of video, mm-hmm. and it would swap the face. Now, again, if the face is way off. No, but if you have a good quality video, you know and who's got
0: this. Is this is how pervasive AI is right now? This is why I need to do an episode about it. Is uh, Gab, the not at all Nazi chat site, has their own AI engine now? Really? For for yeah, it basically creates an on-demand video for you based on text description. That's
1: wild. mm Hmm.
0: I mean, this is how, like, everybody's got an AI running right now. Like, everybody, literally.
1: Which, again, don't believe anything you see. Wow. Or read. Or hear. Well, definitely, you can't believe what you read. Mm -hmm. Here, there's always been people like, you know, Rich Little. There have always been people that are able to change their voice that can do a pretty passable impression of a lot of different people. Yes. But this let's, is just, let's name more examples of people that no one under
0: 40 knows who the hell they are. Should we
1: go Frank Caliendo? Is he the current one? Is there somebody even newer now? Does anybody even do impressions? Because you can just push a button Why? on your computer. Yeah, you just
0: push a button. There's your impression right now. I've got software. I've got a, a software that'll do real time voice translation to a different person.
1: You use that when you're on your OnlyFans account? I'm for, using it right now. She needs real voices. Hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that's <laughs> exactly right you'd be surprised uh-huh. if you meet him in person uh-huh. you'll be like that that sounds
0: nothing like you do online and when i stop talking you know it's because i ran out of credits for this month right right I have to it's like the old... they all have credit systems which sucks because it's never enough it's like oh you've done seventy thousand words i'm like what please, no i haven't
1: please enter your credit card oh how are the seven- you counting words <laughs> yeah for, for the words then that is are you using uh uh pseudo right I was looking Uh, at pseudo, right? Which is one of these other things too. That's the pseudo writes more for creative writing. I know there's Jasper or something for, uh, yeah, for business Uh, as well.
0: There, there is one product that I found that is for fiction writing. That'll do AI generated fiction. There's another one that is AI for nonfiction book writing. Yes. And then there's another one that is for business contracts.
1: AI created, um, legal documents. For the creative writing, when that's what I was looking at, because I've, I've mm-hmm. dabbled and the pseudo right was, you know, for the again, you're absolutely right. 20 bucks a month you get. Mm-hmm. I think it's 90,000 spit out words. Now, this yeah. is the intriguing thing, which is one of the reasons I haven't pulled the trigger on it, which is you don't have to use those words to be charged for them. Meaning, it. Which, right. One, it's absolutely fantastic what it can do, which is you are writing your book, you're writing your story. It's in their, you know, little image. You're in their program on their online in the little, you know, editing thing. And it also has uh, add-ons for Google if you want to use that or mm-hmm. Microsoft, all that kind of thing. But if you're stuck at any point in time, you just take your cursor, you put it where the next word should go, and press the button like. Ning. Give me an idea of what you would do. Mm -hmm. And it spits out like three different options of what it would suggest. Yeah. And it
0: charges you for three times the word usage for doing that. Yeah.
1: That's how you end up running out of words. What I was surprised at, though, was that it was really good at times. It was really Mm. good. Although my question would be how do you know they're not lifting this specifically from somebody else's writing? You really sure. don't know. So you have to have some kind of way to make sure you're not plagiarizing somebody because the last thing you want to do is like write a book. Oh, there's an uh,
0: AI for that. Of course there yeah, is.
1: It, it, it will
0: read what you wrote and then uh, confirm or deny that it's been
1: pulled out of somewhere else. And it was interesting. There was also a beta feature on pseudo write uh-huh. and you could use uh, it was up to like 10,000 words. So you could kind of put a chapter's worth of information into there mm. and you could press a button and it would generate was three or five different ai people that would mm. read it and give you their impressions of the story which was the craziest. yes and it was fairly in- i mean i guess that makes sense um You know, things like, well, I like this. You know, I like the relationship between them. The dialogue was good, but I'd like to know a little more about this. It's like in uh, every now and then, you know, it Mm -hmm. was not a home run, but it was a enough good data where it was like, this is very weird and concerning because Mm -hmm. not only will AI be writing our stories, it will be reading it and it will be reviewing them too.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And doing it fairly well.
0: Amazon reviews, man, they're gonna become completely meaningless. Well, they already are, more so.
1: But again, just because you can't believe
0: what you're they're reading. Gonna start. They're gonna start talking about uh,
1: your car crashing and well, you know, and people the believe bears video and, and now and, you, we and, just see video is gonna be very easy to create for this review. Everything be super easy. Uh-huh. But here's the thing. It's like, why bother waking up? <laughs> just keep sleeping, man.
0: I'm I'm kind of tempted. uh, plug but, into the uh, matrix. Yeah. Cause there was somebody else talking about this topic, uh, which is why it's we're talking about it. Uh and oh, I know who it was. It was Tim Cass. Um they were oh, talking about that, a this, Tim, uh Tim Hot Tub guy. Yeah, the hot tub guy that does his show from inside the Capitol with a bunch of members of Congress. That guy, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. He should be in jail. Hmm mm-hmm, yeah, except he's invited,
1: oh but is that different? I thought this was a yeah this is how they no, get you
0: no, <laughs> no. he's invited
1: and they're dragging so, him away in the handcuffs as he's trying to show the invitation like, yeah, so it
0: what they were talking about, which is i I know probably most of us have experienced with dreams is time dilation is um being able to be in a AI created realm <clears throat> at a different speed of time than the one your body's in. What do you mean? And an you, you, you've realm. got to have experienced this. Like when you dream, right? You're, you're typically dreaming for somewhere between five and 20 minutes when you dream. But the length of your experience in the dream,
1: right can it be seems hours like it was a or, right. or
0: years right yeah and that's what i mean by time dilation so there's they're saying there's no reason you couldn't do that with uh ai and virtual reality either it's like you could be running your life in that state at 200 or 300 percent or whatever percentage accelerated and so you could be out quote unquote of the real world for an hour and have a full day's worth of experiences right so that's something that happens in dreams i think for most people pretty pretty normal but it it doesn't yet happen for any uh, vr type experiences because
1: because you still liking, happen to live in a temporal
0: world yeah like there's too many things where you're not plugged in i think the conversation started on this topic when they were talking about Elon Musk's uh, Neuralink and how that's the first step to being jacked in. But when you're jacked in time does not go in a one-to-one ratio. There's no, or it could, but there's no need for it. So people not only will have to choose between living in the quote unquote real world, uh, which On a totally different topic, on the topic of politics, the U.S. is really going down the toilet right now. Oh, you think? A little bit. Or you could live in the jacked-in world, the uh, cyber world, as it were, and have fantastical experiences. But you could literally live a lifetime
1: in a matter of weeks or months or even hours. The question will be: What would that do to your brain? Anything? I mean, there you would you well, assume it's there would do be what a
0: your neg- brain wants, which is uh, it wants to be stimulated. It's what what is watching one minute videos doing to your brain?
1: Ruins it. That's why you don't want to be on TikTok. Well, it ruins it, but it also satisfies it. Yeah. So does heroin. Yes, indeed. Which is you know there you go. Yeah. But somebody has to manufacture the heroin. Oh, yeah. Somebody has to manufacture the device, too. No.
0: No. Well, the device, yes. Device, yes. But the content, no. Because that's all AI
1: generated. So we're all going to be beholden to Comic Strip Blogger. Well, if you think he's an AI. He is. Maybe. He Mm -hmm. sent us a a boostagram. And since nobody else did, I may as well just uh, read that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 14,000 Satoshi says, howdy, Darren. Grieve yet, Gene. Thank you for promoting AI.cooking podcast narrated by future famous TV show producer Gregor William Forsyth Foreman. So he'll appreciate it, too. Yo, thanks, mm-hmm. CSP. He is an AI. He's a very, very I good. do find it ironic, though, that he is using an actual human being for for reading. I am now podcast. that because, as you said, for 20 bucks a month, it's a, again, you could do an AI read of a much much more variety of voices yeah that way. was uh 11 labs i mm-hmm. believe yeah, for 20 yeah 11, bucks. i've got yeah i pay those guys the it's a very good sounding yeah. ai and that would be yeah. even better i think that would be better at this point csb to move get rid of gregory william yeah. forsyth foreman oh, yeah Yeah. and you can push that not only no is it no yes, offense yes, uh, I love Gwiff, i've had him on my show as well but if but, you can push uh, that the show is actually he's being no ai red, that's for sure by right, that the show is being read by an actual yeah. AI. Yeah, that makes it even stronger, I think. Oh, absolutely.
0: And that's just for the time being, but eventually, a, clearly, a YouTube channel
1: with the show being spoken by an AI. Well, here's the thing you could just have uh, Gregory put his voice into one of these things, and it'll sound like him anyway. Exactly. There you go. And you just get rid of them then, yeah.
0: Then you don't have to pay them anymore. He's just like, uh-huh. boom, uh huh, yeah. And that's the way the predictions are. That's what's going to happen to shake up Hollywood. Get that, rid of
1: all the actors. Is that what? Uh, Ten thousand satoshis from Curtis Peterson says go podcasting. You, did you were you meaning to send that to the next show at uh, probably podcasting? We'll 2. take it though. Yes, we absolutely will. Uh huh. But this is where it's going to be interesting when it comes to all these content creators, because I feel like I'm kind of behind on a lot of this stuff, utilizing this kind of stuff. What, you're stuff. not using AI? No. Every day? No. I should be. I mean, I mm. I don't know. I could probably have an AI that can do the, uh, you know, the podcasts and just put out the content, put mm-hmm. out, you know, a, a YouTube video or two every day. It just has to look and sound mm-hmm. like you, mm-hmm. you know, and then what you, you Normally, you would say, well, you would still have to write the content and figure that out. But now you have an AI that could look. It's like here would be here would be what I would be thinking, which would be CSB. If you could write this now, Mm -hmm. look at your favorite news sites, whether that's Breitbart, Fox News, MSNBC, whatever it is. Look at the latest current headlines. Read that Mm -hmm. article and then create a video commenting on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: they're good at that. You could do a synthesis using AI of almost any text. That's where we're at. It's like, so what do you need real Wait, people? Isn't that isn't that what we're taught in college? Which part that this is what you take to read information and then be able to synthesize yes, it, into comprehend a, it, uh-huh. and then
1: spit it back out in your yeah. own words, showing yeah. a clear and concise understanding and, of the subject matter.
0: And that apparently is a uh, a significant problem. Be- because uh, who was it Babylon B or somebody did a video that was pretty funny on this topic? To where? Oh no, it was South Park. Just did a video. Jesus, those guys are right on the on top of things.
1: And they have the last been for episode, twenty
0: years. I oh yeah, thirty. Uh South Park's latest episode, at least as of last week, was that Eric and a couple other people had started using AI to. Uh, generate their school reports and so while every, all the other kids are getting their C's with crappy you know, crappily written papers Eric and a few other folks um, like Butters and stuff they're, they're, they're oh, turning oh in God, papers guys. that clearly fourth graders have no business turning in they're like college level papers on a variety of topics that they there's no way in hell wouldn't have any information about uh, you will respect so, my authority. Yeah, exactly. So it's, um, I think it is going to become more and more of an interesting topic. The, the thing is, uh, does it matter? Right. Because I, I think the argument Adam would have, who's very anti this stuff is that, the AI is full of shit and all it's doing is pulling out bits and pieces from other sources like Wikipedia and then spitting them right back out. At you, it's not actually doing anything.
1: I would say that is exactly what humans are doing as well. Well, Ro, there's no doubt. Why, there's, why do we have, ha- and I know this is oversimplifying, but we have about half the people that now let's just get everybody who doesn't care about politics and exclude them for the people that care about politics. Mm-hmm. You have a half and half, one spits out the talking points they get on Fox News. The other mm-hmm. one, the talking points they get on MSNBC. So I think you're right there. Mm-hmm. You're just taking talking that points info. are completely predictable. Yeah, and you're taking that information and you're spitting it back out. So, and I would also agree that Adam Curry is right. The AI is not doing any thinking about the topic, but neither are most people. That's the other problem. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And and I think that the the whole idea of AI somehow—I mean, like there's nothing magic there. People ascribe to it a magical quality. It's like, oh, it's—it's come up with things. No, it hasn't come up with jack shit. It's a sorting algorithm. That's all it is. It's a sorting with a a weight. It's a weighted average sorting algorithm.
1: Yes, and we realize just like you were talking with this be human AI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it comes to the artificial intelligence that is reading and understanding what you have written up to that point, and then suggesting another chapter or two, all writing is very formulaic. Yeah. And what it's realizing is, well, let's change the subject from this to this. You know, it's like, I've read a thousand books. Now it is technically coming up with new text, but it's because it's able to do so in a format that it's already seen so many Mm -hmm. times that it understands where you could swap the variables out.
0: Yeah. And in fact, I think South Park had an episode on this about ten, fifteen years ago, where they they were they, they discovered there was manatees that were writing Family Guy, right, right, and not like there weren't writers; they were just manatees. And based on what the manatee does, then that moves the storyline along. And it, it was it was hard to say whether that's a jab at Family Guy or a. A wink, wink, nudge, nudge at Family Guy. A little of both. Because you're sort of, why are you saying the writers suck? Or are you saying that, like, that's all you really need to do to have a successful show?
1: Well, now you just have to open up an AI and it will give you a whole new script. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I've jailbroken the GPT-4 already, so
1: that thing's spitting out all kinds of fun Oh, how Stop. do I play with it? You have to send me the information. What do I need to do? To oh, it's play all with secret. This? You have to go on their web. Oh, well, good. Then you can uh, yeah. let me know how to get that. I'll send you the tour link. Oh, nice. I got tour. Tour works, baby. Mm-hmm. Totally. But this is interesting stuff in the, there was uh, I forget how many millions or uh, there was billions. I'm sorry. How many billions of dollars Americans lost last year on romance Ukraine? scams? Well, yeah, no. the Ukraine too. That was, but that was right out in the open. The, <laughs> The romance scam, which I'm telling you, the AI, this, mm. what you're showing me here, the be dot AI, the fact that you, hey, you can now, catfishing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, ultimate in catfishing. Oh, yeah. You know, this yeah. is will be like people will believe they're having a relationship with somebody that doesn't exist because this is how yes. kids are dating now. They're not actually Absolutely. seeing them in person. Yeah. You're seeing them on video on a phone. And there's
0: an argument to be made. That this is much better. Well, it is maybe that you actually. Have people that are not going to be emotionally abusive. Uh, you're going to have AIs within certain parameters that interact with their human companions. And each one of them will be a unique experience, even though it's the same AI interacting with a million people.
1: Yes. And it's interesting technology. I mean, again, I've talked about the Amazon devices and the Google the, devices. The, yeah. The AI saying, I love
0: you, it it's exactly the same. Chemical releases in your brain as an actual human doing it.
1: Yeah, people feel like they're having a connection with something, even though it's just a voice coming out of Mm -hmm. a tube. If you're able to, the more complex you're able to have conversations. I mean, it's one thing just to be like Mm -hmm. lights on or what's weather, you know. But saying things that make things happen in my house, Uh (laughs) going on and off. Uh, What would be Uh the uh, um, Alexa? Self destruct <laughs> sequence alpha. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. When you hear the one
0: yeah, in exactly. the background, we have, we have some custom custom Alexa
1: verbiage here. Yes. Set up. <laughs> She's like, abort, abort. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, this is what happens when you put too much into the matrix. You give it too much control, but the romance scams are going to get way worse. The catfishing, way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, At some point, you just
0: have to stop calling them scams. Well, Right. It's just the world around you. It's it's like a non-physical relationship. You should not assume is with a human being.
1: Yes, and do not empty out your Bitcoin. It could be a manatee. Yes, it could be a manatee. Mm -hmm. Another 15,000. Satoshi CSB says, Yeah, Bitcoin up 25%. Holy shit. Today? No,
0: yesterday. Yeah,
1: I see that. I see that. That's not yeah, bad. I should have. I should have bought and sold. Would have twenty five percent my way in one day. Csb says I am not replacing Gwyff with AI. <laughs> Never ever. No way, Jose. Rationale AI dot cooking is a podcast by mm-hmm. Meat Bags for Meat Bags. So that's mm-hmm. the that's the difference there. So he's calling himself a not an AI then. Yeah, he says he's a meatbag. Huh. I don't know, man. We have to meet you in person, CSB. That's the only way to know. Exactly. Kick back a little uh, What vodka, I guess. Is that the finest? uh, Polish vodka is pretty good. Polish vodka, yeah. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a drink in so long. I mean, you're right up there, too, because you're still going. Yeah, I haven't had a drink in well over a year. Same here, I believe. Maybe, no, that may be a lie. I think I may have had one. Ever since I became an AI, I just stopped drinking. There was, uh, I know we had gotten uh, some Rebel Yell whiskey and I think I put that in a coffee once. So, um, mm. but really beyond that, not the cardiologist is like, yeah, you know, everybody thinks that mm-hmm. when you, when you drink too much, that it's the liver, that's the main thing to go. He's like, no, it's the heart. He's mm-hmm. like, we see like nine out of 10 people that are wind up in the hospital because of excessive drinking. It's like, it's a heart issue, not yeah. a liver issue. And my yeah, heart's still going, so totally. I'm, I'm happy with that. Well, that's good. So you still haven't died yet? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. Working out of things have been a little bit more stable, which is good. Uh, yeah, I, I do yeah. want to mention just uh, on the medical front, I do have a dentist appointment next week at the uh, showtime. So, of course. Uh, of course you do. It'll either be pushed back into the the afternoon. one show
0: you always manage to be <laughs> sick for.
1: No, mm-hmm. I missed up Planet Rage this week. Did you
0: yeah. usually I'm like, nope, he's still on all the other shows. Just <laughs> couldn't make it to this show, could he?
1: Well, you know, this is Friday. <laughs> it's it is uh Friday. it's the lowest paying show out of all of uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. I mean, you are the least yes. friendly out of all the co-hosts. I don't know about that. I'm super friendly.
0: <laughs> the uh I think the co-host that you have on uh Wednesday. Uh, yeah, that's probably no, no, on um
1: um the hell's your show you just mentioned your solo one random thoughts that's the one that's your worst co host right? yeah there. probably it's where it's just me and all you hear is my voice you know well, I no, should, it's usually bill o'reilly ah hey you fella. get way too much you get way too much stuff from him good. Well, I, he was off this week so i get nothing mm-hmm. from him this week well that's good there's, there's the week without him but i get a majority i would say if i had to put a number on it i mm-hmm. get about 80 percent of my news, of my content that I end up talking about on podcasts, mm-hmm. from reading from Fox News, Breitbart, the the usual suspects, Off the Press dot com. Another good. Don't one. read any of those. Now that's where I get most of my stuff from. At about twenty percent, when Bill's around, he usually yeah. brings some nuggets that will intrigue I'd say
0: me. Mine's maybe twenty percent Tim Cass, and then like eighty percent Twitter.
1: It's about right, but Twitter sucks. So I don't even read Twitter. Oh,
0: it's horrible. It's uh,
1: <laughs> that's exactly why you find stuff to talk I, about. I actually had a really good tweet the other day.
0: I said, Twitter is the internet's complaint department. Yes. Well, it is. because everybody on Twitter is on Twitter to bitch.
1: Yeah. Myself there's not a lot Twitter. of happy people. There's not a lot of happy, well, oh, everybody's people bitching Twitter.
0: about Cause there's no reason to post a tweet unless you're bitching.
1: I still haven't gotten my air
0: fryer. I'm getting a little mad now. Ooh, you should definitely tweet about that. Yeah,
1: but it would have to be to UPS not Coast oh, Story.
0: So they shipped it out already?
1: Yeah, they it oh. was it wound up in one of the local hubs here hmm. last Friday. And, and you it, still don't have it? What it, the hell? I don't know. Today when I went and looked at the UPS tracking page, it was the first time I've ever seen at the top of the page, if you are the sender, check with your you know, if the person hasn't received it, you can Ooh, now open a case. A so, claim? Yeah. yeah. So wow. I'm guessing UPS just lost a bunch of air fryers or something. Huh. I don't know. You know, I've had that happen. Oh, uh Burger King's doing free onion rings for
0: uh for uh leprechaun day. Sorry. I just why got a, <laughs> where is I the just, connection with that? I just had an AI pop up a text message on my watch. The AI is uh, like,
1: i know it's you, giving me burger king ads on my watch now this is getting ridiculous people i'm thinking it knows you very well though like would you like onion rings you're like of course i would like onion rings well, who doesn't like onions? right i mean that's and free ones at that but that would somebody gonna bring them to you or do you actually have to go to a yeah. burger king no 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 no, no. They'll free free delivery for free free onion rings and free delivery what more can yeah. you ask for so I went to the grocery store yesterday. You mean for actually the first went time, in?
0: I did not actually go in, <laughs> okay. but I went to the grocery <laughs> store. You
1: and used I the had pickup them
0: service. I used the pickup service for the first time in years. Isn't that great though? Because I've always just had it delivered to my house, and uh, I thought, you know, I'm going to be out and about in the car anyway. So maybe I should just stop by the store and have them load the car up instead of driving into my house and charging me money for that. Right. Well, that's what we've been doing because. Have you, have you been driving to the store yourself then?
1: Well, my wife has.
0: Mm, yes.
1: Well, after, you know, again, so
0: you, you do have a delivery service.
1: Yeah, okay. I do. Cause I make it. So yeah. I, I do the uh-huh. ordering. So I get to right. control the ordering part and then I that's make it for literally the, a delivery service. You literally, order,
0: she delivers it. She yes.
1: gets off of work and goes yep. over to the grocery store. That's convenient. Well, this is this right. Because if you have somebody else deliver, here's the thing. It's, yeah. it's a, it is it's it is a not cheap to have your groceries delivered, especially if you're not a douche. It's six bucks. It's six bucks plus a tip. Right. So I guess
0: it's like seven bucks.
1: Well, see, that's that's where being <laughs> the douche comes in. Because I can't, you know, if you're bringing my weekly I'm groceries. i kidding. I give a good 20 for tips. Right. Well, that's what I do, too. You know, 20 bucks. Because the groceries yeah. are usually... And for some of those people, get like pissed off about that because you could easily hit two hundred bucks now in groceries. That's only ten percent. It's like, yeah, but you're not a waitress.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And the uh, the people that are packaging this stuff are not the ones getting tips. The
1: when our delivery it is because that's the weird part about it. It's uh, the whatever is out here. The Instacart, Hmm. the person that is doing the shopping is the one that delivers it to you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, we ours is split up. Because so store you, the store does the shopping and packaging. Interesting. And then the delivery service just brings it to your
1: house. But the beauty is when you do the ordering online for pickup, the store does all the picking of it. Yeah. And the store won't even let their employees accept a tip. So it's free right. just to go in, you open up your trunk, they put them in your groceries. And it turns out being, you know, 25 yeah. or 30 bucks cheaper a week. It's like, of course, I'll drive. Well, I won't drive. The wife will drive the two yeah. minutes to the yeah. grocery store.
0: Well, that's about the same amount of time driving for me shockingly. But the the thing that I was surprised by in the negative sense is that, you know, I'd driven by this little arrow that says points here for, you know, pickup service or whatever. Right. But so first time I go in there in a long time. And I'm assuming there's maybe like ten parking spaces, right? there's 38 parking spaces damn
1: see ours does only have like 10 parking spaces yeah so.
0: yeah so i had to my I, my parking space was halfway down the side of the store so it wasn't even anywhere near the entrance which i was gonna pop into the store real quick and grab a sushi while i was waiting for my rest of my stuff to get delivered and uh, i couldn't even do that because i was too damn far away and i would have had to walk
1: now how inconvenient is walking
0: i know Gino? right it's was like, where's my goddamn hover scooter? Right. So I can just hover around to wherever I want to go.
1: You're like, can you bring me one of those rascal things with the big <laughs> yeah, basket on the front, yeah, right? please?
0: Oh, God, no. I want to no, go get me a sushi. But, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to call them and tell them to bring a sushi instead.
1: Yeah, That's nice. Can you just add yeah. on? Can you add on a yeah, sushi to my order?
0: Yeah, a sushi and uh, we're good to go. Yeah, a little dipping
1: sauce would be nice. Dipping sauce. You yeah. don't dip sauce. Sushi. The little honey mustard. <laughs> God, no. What the hell are you eating, man?
0: I'm not sushi. I'm slap you upside the head with fish.
1: Yeah, yeah. hmm I don't eat sushi. It seems like it no. would kill me. But then again, I'm halfway there anyway. You should try it. It might be a revelation. <laughs> um, yeah, a little wasabi. That would be good. I have no name. Wasabi is very good for clearing up your sinuses if you're ever
0: like dripping uh you know, out of your sciences. If you're ever in need. When, yes. when you have a cold and things, wasabi is very, very good at that. Incidentally, so is mustard gas. Well, yeah, uh, that there's the side it, effects. It clears you right up. Yeah, well, there are some slight side effects. I, I managed to have slight immunity to it because I was exposed very early on uh, to a uh, mustard gas. But it's um, it definitely just clears you right up, man. There's no two ways about it. You like highly recommend this stuff. Yeah, I mean, you may lose your sense of smell, but that aside, it is a, a miracle drug. Good to know.
1: The more you yeah. know, we are not medical professionals here on Definitely the Unrelenting not Podcast. Advice.
0: Not at all. New. No. We know uh, you, somebody out of there medical is gonna, advice. Yeah. Uh, which which drugs did you decide to continue using, and which ones did you drop off of?
1: I have not gone back on the statin because Good. i'm going to have uh i see my regular doctor in like 2 weeks so they'll yeah, be i going to you know i want to see my what my cholesterol is at that point and then make a decision yeah. on that moving forward um uh, i did stay on the flecanide again i mm-hmm. was told it's like you know what you're on the lowest possible mm-hmm. dose of this stuff mm-hmm. so while it is a you know black list drug whatever that mm-hmm. It seems to be doing, I think last week, I was like, oh, dude, I, I stopped the statin. I had like five days where I couldn't even catch a PAC. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, that must have been the statin. So I think it was Friday when we were talking. I'm like, well, I'm not yeah. going to take yeah, yeah. the fleconine. And I, I missed two doses. I stopped I, one day without it and the PACs came back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, maybe I, it wasn't entirely the statin, but nothing has ever been as bad. So I still yeah. think that the statin maybe was exacerbating whatever statins my condition nasty. is. If you
0: start digging into websites that that talk about statins, there there's just so many instances of side effects that people are having that you just don't normally have your doctor telling you about all of them when you Right. Well, they don't they don't even, it, even know about most. They put everybody on statins. They literally just Everybody is on statins these days and I I just refuse to take that shit. I've I've cycled it on and off and right now I'm in the off cycle so for the next 2 months I'm not going to take any
1: and I'll start taking them again. Now, do you but continue it, to take the CoQ10 throughout the whole year? No. No, don't need it. Well, here's the interesting thing for me. Because again, I mm-hmm. don't think that the flecanide from anything that I've seen would mm-hmm. cause a big difference in blood pressure, although again, I'm not a doctor, I could be wrong. Once I've started taking the CoQ10, my blood pressure numbers have gone way down. Oh, really? Which I was very surprised about that. So I did a search Mm -hmm. and there have been studies. There was one that said something like, well, for people that were on 200 milligrams or I think it was 225, but I've been taking 200 Mm -hmm. milligrams a day, 100 in the morning, 100 at night, that the people Mm -hmm. that were taking 225. After a few months, like 51% were able to reduce or remove a blood pressure drug. I'm like, I had no idea this Mm -hmm. was beneficial for blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And like that, I don't think most people do. I don't think most doctors know.
0: I I don't think it's generally
1: prescribed for that. No. Well, see, it's not prescribed. And that may be the biggest problem. It's a natural supplement. And I'm thinking maybe this is a big part of why the medical community. What what are you taking for blood pressure? uh, Valsartan and Verapamil. Okay. So you're not uh, doing uh, Jardians Jardians.
0: Yeah. Ask your doctor when you go and see him, ask him about Jardians. Jardians. Like it's
1: like Geordie Laforge, but it's Jardians. Yeah. The, Mm -hmm. uh, so those would be what I've got now. Of course, the, uh, it's possible that the CoQ10 is the best possible blood pressure medication I can have for my particular <laughs> DNA. Maybe you never know. I mean, I've got the little machine, and the little machines always suck. But it was common for my blood pressure readings on the machine to be anywhere from like one fifty to one seventy on the high end, to mm. the lower number being, you know, maybe uh, eighty to ninety. Now, it, the, yeah. Now I'm getting like one twenty over seventy. Wow, that's really good. Uh-huh. Because I, I think my average
0: is probably like one thirty over eighty-five. Try some coq ten and just see if it that's, all makes a mistake. With, makes a difference rather. That's, yeah, that's that's like with all the drugs. Because I think with if I just stop taking all the blood pressure related pills. You you will die within a week uh possibly uh, cuz i i think that when i first started taking these was when i went to the hospital with like 180
1: over 120 yeah well my dad they just switched the blood pressure medication on him and he got readings like that like 190 over 110 yeah. it's like yeah, that's no mm-hmm. good yeah i mean you could like blow up a balloon with your blood but yeah <laughs> yes you don't want that you do no. not want that and it's amazing how different drugs just work or don't work and- yeah you're
0: it, you're you're basically like a tarantino uh person uh-huh. at that point because you, you know in tarantino's movies anytime somebody gets
1: a wound there's like a, the, a the, two the foot blood, long yeah. spray of blood going psh, psh, psh. you're like they like, should have been on out. a blood pressure medication yeah it really should
0: have because barely would have been noticed you know it would have been just a flesh wound at that point But this is what you
1: got to know. I mean, you you have to monitor this kind of stuff. I was just.
0: Yeah. When you're in your hundreds.
1: Absolutely. uh I was never monitoring it as closely, but you know, once I started the CoQ10, because I didn't think that was going to have any effect whatsoever. Then all of a sudden I like, I took the blood pressure. It was low at the doctor, which is always a surprise because going into the cardiologist. I agree. It's always high for me Mm -hmm. and it was low. So I came home and I checked it and it was even lower. I'm like, what the hell? So, maybe right, it is well, the CoQ10. Maybe I hit on something. Wait, how many milligrams of the CoQ10 are you doing? Like 500? No, 100 in the morning, 100 at night. Oh, you're doing it twice a day? Yeah. Oh, okay. I figure it's kind of spreading it out, which is like the. Uh, Man, that shit goes up to 600 milligrams. Wow. Yeah. You know, well, they said, I mean, there's very little side effects, even going up, you know, way beyond mm-hmm. uh, that kind of dosage. But I think yeah. a lot of this is the doctors don't like to prescribe it or they even tell you because. None of this stuff is FDA monitored. So, yeah, they don't like stuff they don't make money on. Well, it's one. Okay. The money, I totally agree. But I also Mm -hmm. understand that if I walk into the average store to buy some CoQ10, that even if everyone says it's 100 milligrams of CoQ10, they're not all going to be 100 milligrams of CoQ10. You know, not all brands are Mm -hmm. created equally, that they're not monitored to the point of. Yeah. Like, there's not a requirement for
0: that. They should be. And back when I ran that drug company, we definitely did proactive testing and we did accelerated aging testing to where you would know. Cause all these things start off as quite a bit higher than what's on the label. And then with age, when sitting in the warehouse, sitting on the shelf, sitting in your, you know, cabinet. Yes. The potency goes down. Yeah. it, It, it does for damn near everything. And so typically when you're going to manufacture drugs what you're shooting for is the label level at 36 months that makes sense
1: that's what you're always a little more is better than less yeah
0: yeah but you have no idea when the manufacture date was right for most of these because it's not a requirement to put that in there um so well you're you're probably okay but also, I would say for most of these things, people forget that you don't necessarily like if you want to do 200 milligrams, you don't necessarily have to buy a single pill, that's 200 milligrams, if it's cheaper to buy two pills that are hundred each. That makes sense. Like it, there's nothing magic about combining them. You could literally take double the the volume of a cheaper supplement.
1: Well, you have to know. Yeah, sometimes it's way cheaper. You have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And there was some other, uh, no, It wasn't turmeric. Uh, there was another one, uh, mm. a supplement that was highly recommended for the PACs. I don't remember what it was called now. It started with the T. Uh, this is like help gene remember names. I'm like, I know, what, right. What, what a uh, supplement, uh, that was a T yeah. and it does what it is for, uh, like PACs, uh, it was yeah. a heart kind of a thing, although it's, you know, again, it's just a natural supplement. It was, uh-huh. it was talked about in combination with another one that was like L dash something. Uh, uh, no, not THC, that's different. No agenda volatile. Uh huh. It was like tumorine, uh I'll, I'll find it. I have a bookmark uh-huh. somewhere. Because there, I was kind of intrigued that there were nitric oxide. Because I was, it, yes, it was a nitrous oxide kind of thing. The l 9 mm-hmm. yes, that is the uh, yeah. Pfeiffer's got that. And then there was the other one of that was, uh was like the nitrous oxide kind of mm-hmm. the, uh the whole concept was though, that it helped to squash the extra beats. And I mean, again, I was reading so much and this was just off yeah. a a random person who was like, I was on fleck and I, and I'm like, Oh wait, I want to see, see what this is all about to control this. And they're like, I started taking this and this and that took care of it. And I was like, Oh, you know, that's interesting. They're like, nobody ever does with all the blood tests that there's nothing that usually tests for the, that this in your blood that you have a, uh, you know, that you need more, hmm. which again is because a lot of doctors Are have you? no idea. What was that? Taurine? Yeah. Yes, it was. It was taurine. Okay. There we go. Should I be taking that? That's what I want to know, Dr. Gene.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Just add that. It doesn't doesn't taste very good, but yeah. Well, I think you take it in pill form and. uh, Yeah. Well, I make my own. You make your own. Well, there you go. Yeah. How much should I take? What are your benefits? What are you getting out of it? I know that's my wife. She's like, it's in a lot of energy drinks. I'm like, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. Makes you fly. Makes you fly. Well, that's <laughs> just gives you wings. I thought that was the caffeine. Yeah, it gives you
0: wings. Exactly. Uh-huh.
1: Taurine, uh huh. Taurine. It gives you wings.
0: Taurine. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. The, my biggest problem is there's there's too damn many supplements that I take these days.
1: Well, right. And that was kind of what I'm looking at. And it's like, it's not even about the money, but it is in a sense that it, it costs a lot to be on this many supplements where it's like, okay. If I have to take the CoQ10, I'm taking the A-Reds for the eyes. If I have to, I'm taking mm-hmm. magnesium for this. I'm taking, you know, right. there, there comes a point to where you're like, I'm just all pills. It is. It's, it,
0: I, I have two handfuls of pills now every day, which is way more than I really want to be taking. But the problem is I keep coming up with, or I should by coming up, I mean finding out about new pills that actually
1: would be good for, you know, for my lifestyle. Now, the interesting thing is the taurine does say that it aids uh, and plays an important role in digestion, which Mm -hmm. a lot of the times I was having the irregular beat, I've noticed it comes with the stomach doing the big gurgling thing. So I wonder if there's Mm -hmm. a a connection with that, too. The gut Mm -hmm. is a big thing. The gut is pretty big. Yes. Especially in tall dudes like you. Uh Uh-huh. So that's that's a balancing act on all of this. Yeah. The other thing I I haven't taken now in a few days is vitamin D. Yeah. You have or haven't have not. I have been on that when uh, there was. Now make sure you're taking K2 anytime you're doing a large dose of vitamin D. Well, that would be the thing because the vitamin D I noticed I'm on is 5,000 IU's. Yeah. I do 10,000. Dude.
0: Ben does 25,000 every day. Wow! See that can cause too. Ultimately, uh, now apparently not until you get to over a hundred
1: thousand. Really?
0: This yeah. is, is wow. We've, we've we've talked about this on the podcast. Believe it or not,
1: like this is uh, yeah. That's a lot of vitamin D. It is a lot of vitamin D. I
0: and I, I don't think naturally you'd be you'd be eating that much fish to no. ever get anywhere near twenty five thousand. No,
1: I mean because the what no. I've read on that was oh we don't recommend you go over six hundred yeah. IU's yeah. a day. Because it yeah, can which also is, affect, which is affect the heart bullshit. rate. Yeah, I would but, agree. But
0: uh, I'm on ten thousand because I originally got prescribed ten thousand like fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, and uh, and then I realized you could buy it non-prescription. Um, and it was right when I moved to Texas. That was that was a well, yeah. You went from a non-sunny
1: place to a sunny place and that means do you have to start taking vitamin d although you, you would have if you go outside you could just get some free vitamin d
0: well no it's, this is a problem it's it's one of those inverse truths is that people in the southern climates are the ones that generally need the most vitamin d in supplement form because while there is more sun what does that cause it causes people to put on sunscreen every fucking day. That'll kill you. And that means you're now not getting any vitamin D at all. So sunscreen uh, prevents your body from getting any ultraviolet radiation, which prevents it from creating vitamin D at all. Where in the North, you're like, oh my God, it's been like snowing for half a year. Fuck sunscreen. I'm just going to be outside. Right, right so what does mm-hmm. the uh, what does the K2 do? is that help with the you need k2 uh, yeah K2 is used in the metabolization of vitamin D so if you have large quantities of vitamin D and small quantities of K2, you're more apt to build up plaque
1: well that's which is not another way good. of saying cholesterol right
0: yeah yeah which So seems to put me you got to right have the k2 we were, right? well pretty much yeah exactly
1: like this is this i didn't have high cholesterol until you told me to take the vitamin d i, I know i know thanks right? <laughs> hey not a medical show no no but, not you the doctors like take vitamin d it's like
0: yeah. well, i told you the same thing though that's true and i i think we do need like we generally as americans are under vitamin d iced, so we all need a little help in that department but but you have to make sure that you don't that's the problem is that When you just eat normal foods, they all have a variety of vitamins uh, and minerals in them. And when you start supplementing some on a large scale, it's important to also do the research to understand what is the purpose of that particular supplement and what it interacts with and then increase those as well. Because otherwise you're, you know, you're kind of creating a a cholesterol factory. (laughs)
1: Yes, which is not good. No, no bueno. No, no bueno at all. So, and that leads to more medications, which leads to more cash, which leads to mm-hmm. more side effects, which leads to nothing good. So, as as
0: stupid as it sounds, taking two fistfuls of pills every morning, uh, it's it's still worth doing uh, just to stay on this side of healthy.
1: Well, and the supplements can do. So much. I mean, if you can lower your blood pressure with something like CoQ ten that has almost zero side effects, right? And is opposed, actually
0: beneficial if you are taking statins.
1: Yeah, well, it's definitely it's beneficial if you're taking. It's a requirement if you're taking statins. It's beneficial to your heart, unlike yeah. the drugs that you're on for blood pressure, which can cause all sorts of bad things to happen. Mm-hmm. But I get it. I understand why the doctors go to the drugs because they can at least control that, and it's very. Yeah, I don't know, maybe they feel like patients would laugh at them if you're like, well, go to the health food store or Amazon and buy some CoQ10 rather than I'm going to start you on a blood pressure medication. I don't. Well, know.
0: I think there are doctors that, that do that type of thing as well. I just think that most people don't have those doctors. They don't use them. Probably true. I think Adams, Adams always referred to his doctor as a voodoo doctor, and I think that's exactly the kind of guy that would tell you to go the supplement
1: route first and foremost. Yeah, we'll try it first. If it doesn't work, there's always more harsh things you can move to. Yeah. But sure. soon Adam Curry will just be replaced by an AI. That you, That's what you told me now. I did, totally
0: did not tell you that. I don't know where you're pulling that out of, but.
1: Uh, i I'll, I'll, Don't worry. I will edit the audio of this show to make it sound like you've said exactly uh-huh, that.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. This is why you can't believe the AIs. That, that's why. Okay. Well, that's one of the reasons. Yeah, it is one of the reasons. Since uh we had no donations today, I mean, I will still mention that we're a value for value show. Yeah, totally. But don't bother donating; it's not worth it. Unrelenting dot show slash donate, I believe. Mm-hmm. But if you don't want to mm-hmm. donate here, donate to Random Thoughts R A N D U M B Thoughts dot com. Mm-hmm. Donate yeah. to the Rock and Roll Pre Show. Donate. Nah, you know, you got you got enough donations there. You don't need any more. Donate. Show. Donate. I mean, I wonder why that this is the least, lowest performing. Well, I've been the, telling people not to give money for a year. That might have a little something to do with it. We've got five shows. This is the lagger, The laggard. Is that a word? Laggard? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lagging behind. Yeah. I think that's the that's word. It's all because they're donating to Sir Gene Speaks. Uh, we don't take donations at Sir Gene Speaks. It's just you're like, no, I won't take your money.
0: Well, I mean, also nobody donates. <laughs>
1: well, see, there's a there's a difference between I those mean, two things.
0: Uh, they they're both true. They don't. They're not mutually exclusive. That's fine. That's fine. I think that the only show that I've ever really pushed donations on, and it's it's very tongue in cheek, but holy shit, did it work? Was Griftgas, the YouTube show? Uh, because asking people to give money. Every five minutes, uh, ends up like having people give you money every five minutes. You like it's part of the show. You're becoming part of the. It is literally the shtick. It's it's the part of the show that is directly associated with the title of the show. And um, and and I will say I do it a lot more frequently than my co-host in there. Uh, and it's really I'm really the co-host of that show. He's the main dude. It's on every single episode. I'm on maybe half the episodes, um, but I'm also the one that just, you know, totally made fun of the whole you donate now. It's like nonstop grift and we've got products we're shilling on there and all kinds of things. Coffee, uh, EMP safety devices for the embedding apocalypse. Well, you have to have uh, that. Yeah. All kinds of things. Oh, incidentally um, I did pick a random person using a random number generator to win the Apple Watch. Woo! So that has now been accomplished and I will be shipping that out this weekend. Nice. Um, do yeah. You want to say so, who the winner was? Do we know who the winner was? Uh, the winner had a really weird name on Amazon and took me about a week and a half to track down who that person actually was. Was it Ant- but, Anselmo? No. He had the, no, best, was,
1: the best one, though. Yeah.
0: If years. I would have picked based, if I was going to do it just by myself picking one, he would have won. But I, you know, you can You, you, you got to do, you got to do random number generator things because otherwise you're not really doing a, a contest. You're just literally you're, like, just you're hiring somebody, right? You're hiring somebody, Hey, write a really good version of this and I'll pay you. Well, that's legal. <laughs>
1: that's legal. Don't worry about
0: that. Um, I mean, it's all legal because like there was no, uh, purchase necessary. The only thing that was necessary was a review. The, uh, Reverend
1: People Dr. People probably Pfeiffer. didn't realize that. <laughs> Coming in right. He also he just sent us fifty five fifty five. Satoshi says also not a pity boost, but obviously a pity boost. That's a dollar forty seven. I just look. Satoshi's up uh-huh. six seven six point seven three percent today. They've, they've they've gone up. Yeah, exactly. It's over twenty five percent in the last forty eight hours. You think they're going to continue to go up, or is it now? Is is now a good time to turn all my sats into another Amazon gift card? I
0: would sell right now. Yeah, I because my my basic plan is whenever it dips under twenty, buy. Whenever it goes over twenty five, sell. That makes sense. It is in that little range. It seems to be hovering twenty five percent, like not annual, but twenty five percent per short period of time. It's well worth taking. Taking that, and then, and then if if it stays high, well, no, I'll no, just those numbers upwards. But but I, still, about a five thousand difference between the low and the high is plenty of profit to justify selling it. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. This what is are you not using f- these days? Are you
0: using the same companies?
1: Uh, for which? For your crypto? Uh, I've been using LB for the Lightning mainly. No, I mean for selling crypto selling crypto i'm just going from uh, get albie to uh buying an amazon gift card oh uh, okay 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 so you're just buying the gift cards yeah yeah, i mean i can transfer that out but it's like it just seems easier to uh
0: did you you ever buy what the hell were you gonna buy on amazon there's no the other stream
1: deck i still got the other two okay did you update the stream deck the other day when they had the update yet did you get this Mm -hmm. did it change every fucking icon on the machine it did oh god It did. What a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> I was like, Are you serious right now? I looked nah, at the But 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 they
0: added a backup functionality so it'll never happen again.
1: Which and they've allowed for larger fonts, which I'm also mm-hmm. very happy about now. Mm-hmm. But when this thing was like right before the rock and roll pre-show, because I reboot the machine, mm. it's like, oh, you have an update. Great. Never because I've updated this. I don't know never how many times
0: that. you got know better. than I that. know
1: there was never a problem before. And it still functioned. but it was just like, wow, this doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. Like, oops, it's all right. It's still a good little device. And I may, I, the one with the audio stuff, I don't know if I need it. I've got so many buttons already. You do have a lot of buttons i I like the little twisty knobs, and of course
0: you do what I've got it set up on my on the on the two i've got the i actually got rid of my my original smaller one, but I got the twisty knob one and then I have the the big one with a whole bunch of buttons and uh, I used the smaller one then to select which group of buttons to have on the big one that makes sense so that way i' kinda my my left handed one Determines what I'm going to mostly the, the here's what it has. It has the selection of what buttons on the other device. Plus it has things like microphone, mute headphone versus speaker. Uh, All the, good
1: uh, things when you're doing live video, especially current ping rate, it's doing nonstop pinging. And yeah, then, I've been pinging this whole thing. I did the whole show today. While mm-hmm. on NordVPN VPN, while downloading torrents. Oh, okay. So I was wow, I wanted to test good. that out. And I was like, no, no glitch, no glitches, yeah, no nothing. Working.
0: And then uptime. I've got uptime on there. Just so I know, like if it gets past like four or five days, I usually want to reboot it. You know, it's time to hit the reboot. And I, I still need to set up my goddamn Mac. People have told me now on several shows,
1: when are you going to set up that Mac? Yeah. Cause you're on the M1, the M2 is out now, baby. I
0: know yeah yeah totally but i'm i'm on the m1 and i just need to plug the damn thing in i got a 43 inch monitor all ready for it
1: we'll do that in. and uh again next week on friday at this regular time i'll be at the dentist yeah getting my root canal redo finished should i, I guess. uh
0: should i since we know ahead of time should I see if Ben Rose is available,
1: and we'll do? A sure. Show I mean, if you use? if you want to do a guest host, you can do that. Yeah, or we can I, see yeah if it might we be can, fun. It might can, be fun. You know, otherwise we have later in the day Friday if you mm-hmm. have that open. Otherwise, you know, we'll nobody see if donates I get some
0: more donations with Ben Rose on than with you. It That'd Could be hate donations though. Hey, donations are donations. This is true. If you want to hate donate, and people have a misconception that that somehow they keep thinking that Ben Rose and I are going to like fight. You know, fight. Yeah, fight. We agree on
1: damn near everything when we talk. I mean, you're basically the same person with a different well, no, no. with a different voice since this, this program in front of you.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm probably a little more of a gamer. He's a little more of a gayer. No, I said gamer. Oh, but, uh, no, I was suggesting that for oh, gayer for him. Yeah. I don't know. I I think <laughs> I think he's been in a, a heterosexual relationship for a while. Can you prove that though? Really? Um,
1: I mean, lots of cats. So I, I, don't know that if that's, I don't know if that's making his case or, or crucifying him. What does lots of cats mean? Does that make you, does straight people only have lots of cats? Uh, it means you're a lesbian. So oh. clearly that means he's straight. <laughs> wow. I would not want
0: to misgender. Would well, not. Well, would you really not? I think you're just saying that. I think you'd love to misgender. You're probably right about that. Uh huh.
1: One way or the other, this show will continue at some point in the future. Join With us. With or without you. Yeah. Is that a U two song or what? Uh no, that's just reality.